Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Get Up and Do Something Uplift podcast series. Today, we are starting another new series where we have Dr. Peterson discuss all there is to know about stress. He's been teaching and lecturing on this topic for about 25 years. In this episode, we're going to talk about what stress is and its relation to our everyday life. So let's get into it. All right. So what do you want to talk about related to stress? Um, well, I really like uh, the performance curve, I guess, because that's well, super relevant. Well, to- we can talk a little bit about stress and what stress is. Right. What is stress? Right. Right. And so if you if you look at it, well, stress, I mean, for some people, it's it's our response to essentially life events. So anything if you look at stress from the standpoint of well, a lot of people say they're stressed. Let's just start from there. And a lot of people say they're stressed about all sorts of things. And when you ask people what they're stressed about, they will say, I'm stressed about change. I'm stressed about relationships. I'm stressed about work. I'm stressed about my family, my children, my health, um, any number of things. And, right. And then if you ask people what, what they, so essentially the things that they're they're stressed about are, are life events. Mm-hmm. And then when you're when you ask them, well, how do you feel when you're stressed? Because stress is a really broad term, and we use it a lot. And yes. they will say things like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm anxious, I'm sad, I'm frustrated, I'm disappointed, I'm depressed. Um, tend to focus on the negative. Right? Yeah. And, it's, and it's usually in response. It's usually an emotional response or reaction to something that's happening to mm-hmm. them. And it could be any number of things, but it's typically, it's life itself, right? And so... When you and you can look at that and say, well, you know, the real issue is, is that when you talk about stress, you're really talking about life. You're not talking about a stress that seems to be very nebulous. And that's a lot of psychologists talk about, oh, it's stress and this kind of thing. Well, it's really not. It's really you're talking about your life and you're talking about what's happening to you and and, and how you're reacting or how you're perceiving what is happening right, to you yeah. and how you're reacting to that. And then you're trying to figure out a way to cope with it or deal with it or to try to manage your life so that the discomfort, the emotional uh, negativity, if you will, goes away. Yeah. And so when you look at stress management, I, I think a lot of people make the mistake of saying, I have to deal with stress. Well, that's not really what you're dealing with when yeah. you're dealing with stress. You're actually dealing with I. the real response should be. What do I have to do to deal with my life? Right, because that, stress is the reaction. Yeah, because yeah. stress is the reaction to the life event that is a, a little bit beyond the norm that you have to deal with. It's out of your comfort zone, either positive or negative, because it can be positive. Yeah. Right. You can have, I mean, you can have a very joyous occasion. Like weddings are really stressful. Right, yeah. But there's a lot of joy there. There's a lot of um family, there's love, there's um, excitement, there's uh, anticipation, and all those things could be considered stressful. Right, yeah. Right? I feel like but, I sometimes forget about the positive stress. Well, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things. I mean, when you really work hard and you get, like, I, I think of public speaking, like when oh, I yeah. ask students <laughs> to public speak, when they go through that stress, uh, first of all, getting in front of an audience and, and, and you know, having to actually be a focus of attention, which right. a lot of people don't like to do. Yeah. They um, they go through it. They're stressed about it. They lose slight sleep the night before. <laughs> I can <right>? relate. <laughs> and then they give it. And afterwards, they have this huge feeling of relief, especially mm-hmm. when they do really well. And they yeah. surprise themselves. And, and that's a growth factor. Right. 
right? And so without that stress, right, for something like that, a lot of students don't grow. Mm -hmm. They would just maintain a status quo. They really would just sort of be floundering at whatever or yeah. maintaining a level of performance, skill, knowledge that they really didn't have mm -hmm. or wouldn't ha have had. Right. And so, you know, stress can be used in a very positive way. Um, it stress is necessary actually to make life worthwhile. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you're in stress, I mean, you think about it. What's it like to live a life without stress? I'm really not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Most people aren't. But the idea is like, what's it like? And and you you really think about it. If you actually give it some thought, it would be a life that's actually pretty mundane and boring. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't have any feeling. I have no anticipation. Right. I don't feel a sense of anxiety about something that's really exciting or important yeah. to me. The other thing I could say, if you're not really stressed, I would ask the question, well, what do you really value or what do you deem as important? Mm -hmm. Because those things that are most important and most valuable to us often create the most tension or stress. Right, because you care. Because yeah. you care or you, there's potential loss. I could lose something right. that I really care about. Um, and or it could be someone or, a you know, relationship or an object or any number of things that could be there. And so a life without stress is, is actually a life not worth living. Yeah. You do need some stress and people who shy away from it, you have to ask them the question, well, what are you missing out on? And I think a lot of people miss out on things in an, an effort to avert or, yeah. or, or just to avoid Definitely. any type of discomfort. Mm -hmm. And life has tremendous amount of discomfort. There's lots of things that you go through that you don't feel comfortable about. Yeah, uh, it could be relationship issues, family issues, grade issues, um, future issues, purpose issues, um, work issues, you name yeah. it, health issues. And it case and you and but some of those things can be a message to make changes or positive right. things. Because well, I do. feel like the more I don't know, at least from my experience, the more you avoid things that make you anxious or stressed or feel those negative emotions that kind of come along with those reactions mm -hmm. the next time you might face that situation. Like if you can get away with it the first time, the next time you go to face it, it's almost kind of like double the stress and double yeah. the anxiety. Well, exactly. Because you avoided it. And, yeah. And, and oftentimes you make it worse. Yeah. And there is a thing called avoidant strategies, which mm -hmm. is often used um, by individuals because they don't want to face their fears. They mm -hmm. don't want to face the things that they need to address a lot of us are conflict avoidant. Yes. We don't want to deal with conflict. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but conflict is a, a natural part of living. It's a part of life. Lots of people, lots of different ideas, lots yeah. of competing uh, interests and, and directions and purposes. And so people are going to come in conflict. It's just yeah. part of living. Um, and we try to avoid that. And we try to isolate ourselves, which is kind of problematic yeah. because you end up creating what, what some people have called an inverse quarantine. You, yeah. you quarantine yourselves against life. Yeah. So rather than quarantine a virus in a small so everyone else can operate, <laughs> yeah. you actually invert that and actually quarantine yourself mm -hmm. so that you don't even interact with life. Right. And that, in essence, you're allowing stress and discomfort to essentially limit you mm -hmm. and your ability to become who you're really intended to be. It's harder to do that. Right. Yeah. So. Now, when you think about your initial question, which is about performance, like yeah. how do you know, you know, how much stress should you have? Right. Yeah. What's a good amount? What's what's too little? Well, it's all different depending on 
the, it, there's lots of variations on this. And when you actually look at the, like we call it the stress performance curve, uh, it varies so much and it yeah. can vary day to day. Like, yes. and even, and even <laughs> yeah. hour to hour, right? Yeah. Uh, it can vary just, air, uh, vary just in terms of the season of the year, yeah. uh, just different times you feel better. Like sometimes when it's sunny or outside, yeah. you feel you can take a lot more. And if then you we have weeks like this. And then weeks like this when it's cloudy and rainy yep. and cold. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like, oh, the last thing I need is, you know, yeah, something some more that, work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the the, the high, whole idea behind what is a good performance, it'll vary from person to person because all of right. us have different uh, stress thresholds, like how far yeah. can you go before you begin to and then I think have a problem. Also, kind of like what you said before, it depends on like the person's perception, I guess, of like how much they can handle or... Yeah how how stressed out they actually are and then that can change in their mind and that might put up another wall well and that changes actually over life because as you learn to deal with stressors at a younger age you begin to learn mechanisms that work for you that right. allow you to deal with life and then as you age you get more competencies more skills more abilities you're able to take on more things in life yeah and those will bring we could say higher amounts of distress. Yeah. Right. Because you're having to deal more, more responsibility, more things. By the way, responsibility is a really good thing to have. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, but you learn, you grow in these things mm-hmm. much the same way that an athlete grows in their performance right. by practice. You have to stress the body right. in order for it to physically react in a way and adapt so it can form yeah. form at it's a like higher a level. level up yeah <laughs> same thing is you could call it mental or psychological fitness yeah okay yeah. You're, you're becoming more fit right and you're beginning in shape and you're learning to deal with life's ebbs and flows a lot better so stress can have a lot of um positive attributes and yeah cause that yeah so you think about how far you know like when do you know when you're in optimal performance right well you're not too bored and it's not too easy Right. You're a little challenged. Yeah. Well, there's a thing, you know, that we used to call um, flow, which is a, a psychology of optimal performance. It's basically when your skills meet the challenge. So if right. your skills are, are meeting the challenge that's there, you will feel what we call in in flow. And this was um, done by a professor called Mahali, Sister Mahali, who did, did this. He was from, I think, University of Chicago years ago, wrote a book called Flow. But the idea is that you, when you are working in, 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 a, in a flow state of mind, Time sort of is not something you perceive. Right. Ever had those occurrences where you're, everything is going so well, you go, wow, going so well. And then at the end you go, wow, time really flew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you were in flow. You were so engaged mentally and you felt so excited and you got something really done and you were like, oh, I can't believe it's six o'clock already. Right. Right. Yes. Whereas if it was really boring where your skills are way beyond the challenge, you'd you be looking at the yeah. yeah. Well, you'd be, you'd be you'd be looking at the clock going, oh, man, I wish this, yeah. you know, it's just moving <laughs> so slow. Yeah. Right. And then the other time when you're feeling overwhelmed, when the when the when the challenge is more than your skill set, then you get that feeling of distress. Yeah. The feeling of overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little panicky. Yeah. Maybe a little, you know, feeling that I can't do this. Yeah. I feel like when I'm there, I just end up like questioning everything I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, you start to self doubt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And self doubt. And you say, well, how am I going to get through this? You know, and what can I do? And you sort of look to others for support. Yeah. And you, you try to find, and there's lots of ways to adapt. We can talk about that another time. But the, the point is, is that you get to a point where if you're in that state of exhaustion, which is beyond your performance peak right you begin to really get tired exhausted yeah. you'll become ill because your body will begin to wear out because mm-hmm. remember we're kind of you know yeah. we're all 
if you think of us as not just separate and apart, but we're interrelated, you know, our, I call it the mind, body, spirit interrelationship, Mm -hmm. as opposed to here's my body functioning over here. And here's my mind over here. Right. You're actually, your mind is going to affect the way that you, 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 you perform. Especially when it's like constant, like high distress. Oh yeah. Well, you you eventually, you can only resist it so long. Right. And then your energy stores become depleted. (laughs) Yeah. Think of yourself like a gas tank, right? We've had that example before. We think of yourself as a gas tank. Eventually you're, you need to either step back, refill, Mm -hmm. recharge, re-energize so you can continue on, or you're eventually going to wear yourself out. Yeah. And that comes the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, and that comes the breakdown. When, yeah, and, and that usually for college students is about midterms or finals week. Yeah, when they see the end, but they're so tired, they're exhausted. Right. Yeah, and then they've come to a point where, and it's because if you think back to our life example, their life, they've been sort of burning the candle at both ends. Right. Staying out late, doing these things, trying yeah. to do multiple things, socializing, all these different things, and eventually it comes to the end of the semester. Their gas tank is on fumes. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and then, and then when they go home, they go home back to their parents, and they get sick for a week. Yes. Right. And and then they, they recoup because yes. their body says, "I've had it. You, right. You've been torturing me and abusing me too long." Yes. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to. You you talked a little bit about you know should we have a stress free life, right? Right. Well, should we? I mean, what do you think? I mean, I mean. I think then that kind of relates back to more perception. It kind of depends. And then also kind of what kind of stress you end up focusing on more. So I don't know. Cause like, like I said, like, I don't necessarily, fo- I don't think about positive stress as much as I think about negative. Yeah. Stress. That's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cause I, it's easier to focus on, you know, not as positive things. Right. So, um, I mean, but now that, I don't know, I feel like the more, we talk about the positive stress and then like the benefits of it. And you become more aware of that. You need that to grow. Then I would say no life without stress would not be, would not be so good. I think one of the problems, I mean, we get this with, with students that come to college. I mean, they, they really, they've been raised in a manner that their parents, we call them helicopter parents. We also call them, we call them lawnmower parents now where they, they where helicopter parents used to hover, but they would still allow their, their child would say mm-hmm. to to still function right lawnmower parents are parents that mow down every obstacle that a child can have right right so that their life so is easy, just easy yep. no resistance yep. no quote unquote distress right because i can't have my child suffering it makes me feel bad right. as a parent and that's where they miss out on building some kind of coping skills well yeah and yeah. they come here and all of a sudden they're away from home and here they are at right. college and the next thing you know what what's happening well it's kind of like a shock well it's a yeah. shock well, they're dealing with a roommate they have never met right, before who right. has different habits that can become problematic yeah they have professors who are used to instructing in a way where you have to take responsibility yeah. for a lot of things yeah you have to deal with your own time getting up make sure you meet class if you yeah. don't meet we don't care yeah because when just, you have no responsibility and then you have all the responsibility you i mean that's that's a hard adjustment to make kind of that fast oh it really yeah. is and, and a lot of students have a lot of problems with that and they need to you know they have to learn what we call self-discipline it's yeah. disciplining yourself to have a schedule to do the things that you need to do mm-hmm. and a lot of parents have sort of taken that away they've been their discipline yes, so it's yes. been external rather than internal yeah and and that leads to other problems and this also creates a state of anxiety for a lot of students mm-hmm. where 
they're all of a sudden, I'm so worried when they're performing and they get their first grade back and it's a lot lower than what they got in high school, right? It's like, oh no, I'm failing out, right? Right. No, you're not. You're learning to adapt. You're learning Mm -hmm. to grow and you're you're getting some stress right now, which is your life's a little bit not meeting the requirements that are necessary to perform at a good level. So here's the stimulus for you, a D, right? You got a D. D means do more, right? And so (laughs) you need to do a little bit more to get going and to get your performance up. Right. The other reaction you could have is say, oh, I'm just a failure and off you go. Well, no, that's not a good way to react. That's kind of self-defeating and you end up going into a fetal position, laying on your bed and crying. Yeah. Right. Well, that's not helpful either because that's not, that's avoiding the problem. You need to actually begin to look for ways to begin to do that. And there's so many different ways that we can help students to become better at at addressing the stressors that yeah. they, they feel, but that's, that's a big one. But parents also need to understand that you do your, your college student, right? No service by mowing down all their obstacles yeah. because when they come to college, they end up not performing at the level they really need to do mm-hmm. and be in order to be the person they are really meant and capable of being. And that's the tragedy is that stress actually provides the impetus, the, the motivation to make you into a better person. Right. And we often think of stress as, oh, it's it's a negative. Right, yeah. Well, too much is. Yeah, I get that. But not enough is is just as equally bad. Right. And I think a lot of people don't don't understand that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd agree with that cuz I at least know from I mean, my experience when I first started undergrad, a lot well, my roommate more specifically, I'd say probably had like a lawnmower parent and just the difference in like, you know, my class attendance, her class attendance, you know, even just doing the schoolwork. And then, I mean, not like I didn't go out, but you know, she was going out a ton. So like, you could definitely just see the difference just based off kind of an upbringing in that sense. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, and the parents, and you see that here and you'll see that a lot with a lot of college students, they'll have the same problem where parents are not really performing at the, or allowing them to perform at what they need to be. And a lot of that is blamed on things that, you know, a lot of people blame, you know, lots of, I I don't think parents do this intentionally. It's not necessarily meant that way. Um, but, you know, when you have only one child and there's two parents, well, those parents, it's a lot easier just right. to solve problems for them than let the child suffer and yeah. deal with it on yeah. their own. So you're still there to help out if they need it. But oftentimes that ability to allow them to to struggle, to perhaps fail, they learn so much more. Mm-hmm. And and they become more resilient they, yeah. and they become resilient at a younger age. They learn some skills to be resilient, to deal with, to get what we call some grit. You know, we talk about the ability to dig in and to, to persevere right. Right. and, and not to, get so discouraged so fast. And, yeah. And not get discouraged, realize that, yeah, you are going to fail and, and able to deal with failure because we yeah. all have failed. Right. It's just part of what life is like. Yeah. You can't be good at everything. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and some people the think they are. And, through, yeah. The first time you get your paper back and you thought you were a great <laughs> writer and you find out that you're a, the, the instructor thinks you're a D writer. Right, right? right. I haven't said F yet, but in some cases it's an F. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, but that's that's kind of scary for people. Yeah. And, and it's a self-realization. But also that comes down to the same thing when you come to college. Sometimes you're going to find out about yourself in different ways. And some of those are going to be stressful ways. And that's going to be stressful. And then I really thought I was really good at this material right. or this subject area. Right. And you find out that, well, maybe that was true in high school. But here there's a different level of performance that you have to uh, perform at. And yeah. then maybe you're not capable of that. And maybe you are, but you aren't trying enough, well right. enough. But 
Or it could be that maybe there's something better for you out there, right? That's right. better. Yeah, you fit. could find something you're, yeah. you excel at. Exactly. That, and, and sometimes it's a combination. And there is a learning curve for, for many students. I, I did the same thing when I was in college because I switched my major five times to eventually <laughs> find something. Right. But, but the, the portion is uh, the, the real you know, idea about this is that that's pretty normal. Yeah. And I try to tell parents that as well, that when you're dealing with your uh, kids and they pick a major, don't be surprised if they change it. Right. And it's because they're learning. They're going through some stressors yeah. and things are happening. But those stressors, think of it as guardrails they're helping to hone them into the direction that right. they really need to go in yeah like kind of like a little bit of trial and error exactly yeah yeah i mean a lot of students will come into majors because they take a class and they've said wow this is me yeah right where they when they're high school guidance counselors much guidance that they give which isn't <laughs> much um they they literally will say you know <clears throat> you know maybe you should try this and so they go in an area and they find right. out later that that really wasn't what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I can speak to that personally. I mean, yeah. that was the way yeah, I was. Yeah. And you were the same yeah, way. I switched yeah. mine three times. Well, there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, the, uh, the point is, is that stress is really an, a normal aspect of living. Yeah. And if people need to embrace it and not um, fear it. Right. And I think a lot of people fear it way too much. They, they think I, yeah, of it as something that is something that shouldn't happen to them. When really it is something that's very normal and it's right. and it's necessary if they really want to be and gr- be the person they want to be and to grow and to mature and mm-hmm. to develop and gain skills. Right. If you, if you don't have it, it's I mean, any athletic coach will tell you, you have to stress your athletes out, you know, physically. Sometimes they'll put them in certain types of uh you know, game, uh, you know, conditions Mm -hmm. to test them. Yeah. The military does this, right? I mean, they put them through stressful situations to hone their skills. So they're able to deal with life events and real life events that could be potentially lethal. Right. And then they're ready for when it, they're ready to perform. Yeah. You, you, you learn that. And then part of dealing with life is learning how to adapt and be flexible and to persevere with the ebbs and flows that certainly right. are going to happen. Right. Not necessarily back down when stress appears. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, I think what we're finding now is a lot of students aren't used to that. Yeah. They're not yeah. being taught that. And that's a very serious um, or important lesson that all of us have to learn is ability to really, um, you know, persevere and, mm-hmm. and be, and have some fortitude. Yeah. Uh, to move forward in spite of what's happening. Right. But why? Because it's, you need to. Right. Because if you do back down, then you're never going to get beyond that point. Yeah. I tell people, I mean, I used to have a, um, remember this one example, I used to swim a lot when I was a a teenager and I had a coach that when we do all these mileages, he said, just keep putting one arm in front of the other. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And and sometimes that's all you could do. And it was stressful because you hurt and you were in pain and you were, and he was trying to make you better, but you learned to just keep moving. Mm -hmm. Don't just sit there, keep moving. And and things, all of a sudden opportunities, you know, open up or, uh, you know, things that you never could have foreseen happen to you that you go, Wow, you know, I'm glad I kept going. Right, right. You see, you don't know that if you just stay still. Exactly. You just only know the condition that you're in. Mm-hmm. So keep moving. And in often cases, we talk about reaching out for social support, people that can help you yeah. to get things through. That's that's that we can talk more about later. But the idea is, is that there's so many things about life 
Because life is actually a thrilling experience. It's quite an adventure. Yeah. And yeah. if you think of it as <laughs> yeah. an adventure and not a, a, a script, a lot of people think of it as a script. If, you know, and this is an American mentality. You know, if I go to the right schools and I do the right things, I should get the yeah. right job and I should have the right income and live in the right neighborhoods and, yeah. go to the, and my kids go to the it right It seems school. like everything's like on a timeline. Yeah. Or yeah. it's all linear. Life is not linear. Right. And and this is the funny thing that people think, oh, it's like it's not formulaic. It's not something where you just, you know, I do this and I, this will come be the outcome. Well, there's too many variables out yeah, there. Yeah. And it's really different for everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the, completely. The, well, the funny thing is people, a lot of people think, well, I, you know, we we talk about predictability. Right. And a lot of people say, I want you know, I don't like predictability because predictability means boring. But we strive tremendously right. for predictability, <laughs> yeah. you know, because we want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. And I have students come in here and they'll ask me, can you guarantee me a job when I get out? And I said, no, I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't guarantee you anything. Right. right. I can only prepare you the best that I can prepare you. Right. And you can only do the best that you can do and the, let the chips fall where they may, but at least do the best that you can do. Yeah. And you'll be surprised at the outcomes. There's a lot of hope in that. And there's a lot of, um, you know, Good outcomes. I can just tell you story after story of kids who've persevered and they've stuck it out and things have happened to them. Right. I've also seen cases where things where people have had, suffered some major calamities in their lives. Well, those things happen too. Yeah. Um, it's part of life. There's an unpredictability about life and living. It is what it is. Um, but the idea is that we, you know, stress is something you don't want to run away from because you can't control these things. And that's something we'll talk about later because yeah. control is a big part. Yeah. Of what stress is all about. Yeah, because I feel like everyone wants to control what's happening to them and what's happening yeah. around them. And well, exactly, and yeah. and it's 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 a major part of what yeah. we do. So we'll we can talk more about that later. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thanks for talking to me today. <laughs> all right, take care. So thank you again to Dr. Peterson for talking with us today, and thank you to our listeners for joining our podcast to learn more about stress and how it um, affects our everyday life. Becoming more informed about these topics can help you make better decisions for you and your family, whether that's now or in the future. So tune in next time for another episode on our stress series from us here at Get Up and Do Something.